Hi there, I'm James Dapperty and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Today's the end of the year, uh, so the coffee's been slightly rejigged uh, to be a bit festive. But today we are going to talk about a falling out between two natural persons who are part of a joint venture. And what happened when these natural persons fell out is they entered into a deed. And what this deed is designed to do is to appoint independent new directors in place of our former natural persons so that those new directors can come and take control of the various companies, sell the relevant assets in an arm's length transaction and basically exit everyone out after we liquidate the money, right? This deed of mandate, uh, as it may sound from its name, also empowers the directors to do fairly specific things and to exercise their powers in specific ways. And in addition to that, it contains a term that we will come back to and the term on its face grants those directors an indemnity from the funds of the joint venture in respect of expenses they might incur as directors. So put another way, if you or I are a new director, what it looks like this term does is say, if we incur costs as part of our new director role, then we should be reimbursed for those. They should be covered from the money owned by the joint ventures. All right, things tick along. And of our two original natural persons, one of them decides to commence corporate oppression proceedings. And this disappointed former joint venture member sues uh, his other former joint venture member, the corporate entities related to that former partner, if we use the word partner in a loose sense, the corporation that they used to own together, or the corporations they used to own together, and also the new directors. So the new directors are defending this oppression claim. Now over time, it comes to light that the companies, or should I say the joint venture, is paying the legal fees for our new directors as they defend this claim. And what our disappointed, frustrated former joint venturer does is make an application for an interlocutory injunction preventing the company from paying those new directors legal fees. Now, do you remember that term I referred to before? The term that seemed to suggest that new directors would be indemnified for the costs in relation to their directorship? Well, what the new director said was, take a look at that term. The way it operates is that we should get those costs paid, even though we weren't party to the deed. And what they also say is, if it doesn't operate that way, then an estoppel arises, and the company is estopped from departing from a representation that it would pay those legal fees. So hopefully that's clear as mud. We've got a disappointed former joint venturer saying stop the company paying those legal fees, and we've got the new directors saying take a look at the deed, it's okay that our fees should be paid. Now what the court does is say, I probably don't have enough evidence before me at this interlocutory stage, so it would be inappropriate and unnecessary for me, determine, for me to determine a fairly complex issue about the construction of a deed and, and a stopple um, arising from these purported representations. So why don't we just do this? And the just do this is what actually happens. And the just do this turns out to be the court making an order obliging our new directors to show their legal bills in the form of a narrative to the disappointed former joint venturer. 
in order that the joint venturer might inspect them and see what they were all about. And so that's what the court ends up going and doing. Uh, we're not meant to co comment on judgments, and, and I don't like to, but it is, from an outsider reading it, what appears to be quite a common sense outcome. Uh, and I hope that quick discussion of it brought you some value. I look forward to joining you again soon, perhaps a different drink, uh, but for another coffee and another case note. Cheers, and all the best for the new year break.